Hey, you're listening to the Quarry Podcast. Get ready to be encouraged and uplifted with us today. Hey, we're going to talk tonight about a topic that's uh, near and dear to my heart called Let's Dream Again. Let's Dream Again. And uh, it wouldn't be right if I didn't start turning off with a story because that's what I do and that's what I like to do. And that's kind of my flow. So we're talking tonight about let's dream again about your life specifically, but maybe not just your life, but how about for this church, for your family, for your home, for your school, for this community. Let's dream again. My story, you know, before I learned what it meant maybe to dream, before I had lots of goals and dreams and, and things that I wanted to partner with, with, with God to see come to pass in my life, um, I just thought my life would always look like this maybe. So maybe having a car that always had issues, <laughs> always... Uh, I remember that a certain person in my life would say, that's a great car. It leaks a little oil, but it's a great car. I could probably count uh, on my fingers and my toes um, how many times that was said. It's a great car. Um, so I'm talking about my story, where I came from. It's a great car. It leaks a little oil. Hey, but it's a good car. Okay. Um, having a house that always needs fixed. <laughs> Everybody's like, I don't have a house yet. Uh, working uh, super hard. I mean, really hard for just a little bit of payoff, just a little bit. Always being tired. This is my story. This is, this is the version of Amzie 10 years ago. Always being tired, having no certainty of my future. Always have, here, here, here's maybe you, maybe you all are, are here, maybe your parents are this way. Always having to buy something that was on the clearance rack, right? Never, oh never, no, no, don't pay full price. I mean, why would you pay full price? When, Always having to buy something on the clearance or the markdown rack uh, and never paying full price. Uh, having to settle for an average job because, you know, you're not really that smart. Maybe just go to the military. You know, they'll take just about anybody. <laughs> but, um, you know, never, maybe never getting a great job because you just weren't that smart. I didn't have the vision to do something bigger. Just kind of an average person with an average life. And we know a lot of people like that. And maybe sometimes we're that way ourselves. But in the past year, 10 years, I've seen God do some amazing things in my life. So, so I'm not going to leave you there. That's it. That's the message for tonight. You're average and you have an average life. God bless you. That's not where I stayed. 10 years ago, I started to be, uh, to be taught the, the word of God and what it, uh, what it meant to live this abundant life. And I started to get a vision for my life. And I started to learn to, to dream big and, and, and that we serve a big God who wants to help you achieve your goals and your dreams and for those things to come to pass. But I've seen God do some amazing things uh, in the last 10 years of my life and uh, because I dared to dream again. And, you know, I, I don't know about you. I won't settle for average. I'm not going to settle for average. Um, that's what the majority has settled for already, and they're there. But I'm, I'm not going to do that. Let me ask, have you settled tonight? Have you settled in your life? Um, what about, have you settled with just a, a mediocre life with Jesus? Kind of a dull, you know, I might remember to pray. I, I might read my Bible. I'm, you know, upon all the other stuff on iTunes I want to listen to, I might, um, you know, I might listen to worship. You know, the Donda album's pretty good. You know, I might listen to worship. <laughs> I like that album, Donda. Um, but can your school be one for Jesus still? Have you settled? Can those failed relationships be restored? Have you settled? Can that bad report from the doctor be turned around? 
or are you stuck this way? Is this just the way it is? I mean, it's just, well, that was, that's what the doctor said. And they're smart. They, you know, they went to school for a long time. That's what they said. You know, your parents have talked about divorced or they are divorced. Can there be peace in your home again? Can there be joy in your home? Can they be restored? Have you settled? Will this church grow? Will this youth ministry have more people in it? Or is it just our four and no more? Now, I say no in Jesus' name because we're, we're watching that happen right now. And it's exciting. But I'm just, I want to challenge you. Have you settled? Is it just the way it is? Is, what, is that what your grandpappy said? Is that what your grandma said? Your, your aunt twice removed on that side? Is that what she said? It's just the way life is. Just get over it. Have you settled? Have you just, have you given up? I want to challenge you tonight, not just tonight, but forever, to let's dream again. It's an exciting way to live. It really is. When Jesus died on the cross, he gave us access to 100% of what is his. We're connected to him, so whatever he has is ours. Now it's up to us to learn how to get into position to receive what he has provided, right? But 100% of what he has is ours, but how much of it do you want? And how much will you pursue of that? I don't want to get to heaven one day and God says, well, hey, you, you know, you, you did an, in, an average job. Here's, here's 100% of what I had for you. You hit 20%. I mean, I, I, guess, I guess I could tell you, good job. I want to, I want to 80 plus, I'd like to hit hundred percent. You know, that's, that's a big goal, but I mean, why not? Right. I want all that God has for me. I'm not going to settle. I don't want to be average. Average is easy. The easy thing to do is just settle in life. That's what the large majority had, has done already. Now I wrote this down. Dreamers stand out while average fits in. Dreamers are inspired from within while average has to be inspired to just do the minimum. Dreamers don't care about what anybody thinks while average gets their feelings hurt. Dreamers lead while average follows. Dreamers are innovative while average, average people repeat the same old routine or the same old cycle. You know that mindset, we've always done it this way. That's a very average way to think. You know, maybe your family may even hold you back in this. Hey, I, I love my family. I'm not, you know trying to be hard on anybody's family, but maybe your family holds you back in this because they're, they're old uh, stinking thinking, right? Maybe, maybe they've settled. Maybe, oh, I've done this the last 30 years and it's worked. Have you been satisfied? Have you been fulfilled though? Have you seen the greater things of God or, or is it just very average, very normal? And I'm, like I said, I'm not trying to be hard on those people and you like, might think, well, I'm not much of a dreamer. I'm kind of average. Well, it's time to come up. It's time to come up. Can we dream again? So let me tell you, this is, this is how we dream again. You ready for it? Number one, ask the Holy Spirit to give you heaven-inspired ideas. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you heaven-inspired ideas. You know, in this room, with you young people, uh, there are dreams and ideas that have never been discovered yet, and we need them ways to help people, ways to change our world, to change our community, ways to make more money for the kingdom of God, ways to improve your life and someone else's. There's dreams in here that have yet to, to be discovered. Let's look at this, um, this scripture in 1 Corinthians 2, 9 through 10. It says, this is why the scriptures say, 
things never discovered or heard of before, things beyond our ability, ability to imagine. These are the many things God has in store for all of his lovers. But God now unveils these profound realities to us by the Spirit. Yes, he has revealed to us his inmost heart and deepest mysteries through the Holy Spirit. I like this, who constantly explores all things. So if you have the Holy Spirit in you, he is constantly exploring all things. What are the gifts and callings on your life that I could, the Holy Spirit saying this, for Judah, what are the gifts and callings for Judah that I can help him get ahead in life? He's exploring all of your options for you while you're just sitting here tonight. Isn't that awesome? He's our helper, right? We're the doer, but he is our helper. And so right now he's exploring options to help you. That's awesome. I love that. But, you know, we're talking about how, here's how we dream again. I want you to ask the Holy Spirit, how can I show the love of God to my school? How can I be a better son or a daughter in my home? How can I make a bigger impact on my sports team? What ideas can you give me to change my world and my life? You know, it says the Holy Spirit constantly explores all things. I love that. It says, these are the things, the many things God has in store for all of his lovers, things never discovered or heard of before, things beyond our ability to imagine. That's awesome. That's awesome. We, we think we're so far advanced in 2021, but then in the next 10 years, we're going to look back like, wow, we didn't know as much as we thought we did. And I believe some of us are going to have some awesome, creative, Holy Ghost-inspired ideas that are going to help change our world and what we see. Ready for point number two? Here's how we dream again. I love this point. I love it and I don't love it. <laughs> don't stay comfortable. Ah, now you know why. <laughs> don't stay comfortable. When you stay comfortable, nothing grows. It just gets maintained. Some life maintenance is a good thing, though. It's good to main, maintain the things that are in your life. But just keeping up? What about taking ground? Just keeping up all the time? When you stay comfortable, nothing grows. It just gets maintained. You know, we're talking about don't stay comfortable. Keep trusting God and being faithful with whatever he asks you to do. Whatever he asks you to do. And it doesn't matter if you, if you like that or not. Uh, what, what he's asked you to do, it doesn't really matter if you like it or not. But will you do it and will you do it with joy? Well, Amzie, that, that makes me uncomfortable, that, that uh, takes me out of my comfort zone. But will you do the thing that God has asked you to do and will you do it with joy? Let's look at this scripture, Matthew 25 through 23, out of the Passion. Commending his servant, the master replied, you have done well and you've proven yourself to be loyal and a trustworthy servant. Because you were faithful to manage a small sum, now I will put you in charge of much, much more. You experience the, experience the delight of your master who will say to you, enter into the joy of your Lord. I love that. When God sees it, that you have taken care, or when God sees that you take care of what he has given to you, that proves to him that you're ready for more, right? If, if, if you're given an assignment and you just do a terrible job at it, all right, Lord, I'm ready for more. He's like, yeah, but you couldn't even, you couldn't even do like, I just ask you to mow the grass, like, and, and, and look at the strip you left over here. Like, anybody who mows the grass knows your mom and dad yelled at you for that. <laughs> but if we're faithful with those small things, he's going to put us in charge of much bigger things. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gradual process. It's a step-by-step -step thing. But let's do those small things so we can get into those bigger things so God can trust us with more. He's worthy of it. Let's look at point number three. Here's how we dream again. Get used to being stretched. 
Get used to being stretched. I love these two uncomfortable points. Don't stay comfortable and get used to being stretched. Not my most favorite things in the world, but lately I've been saying to myself, my favorite thing to say is, I love to be stretched. As I'm saying it by faith, you know, if you don't, not pick it up. I love to be stressed. <laughs> awesome. I love to be stretched. Woo, this is uncomfortable. Oh, anxiety's starting to set in. Oh, fear's starting to set in. I love to be stretched. Thank you, Lord. I cast that care on you. Woo, I love to be stretched. Whew, it's uncomfortable. I can see maybe where this is going to take me, but wow, I love to be stretched. <laughs> I could say that a lot lately to myself while I'm driving in the car and nobody's around. And the person drives up next to me like, why are you talking to yourself? But I do it. I love to be stretched. Now, the truth is, obviously, it's, it's uncomfortable. But um, I understand, though, that when I'm being stretched, though, that means that I'm growing and that my capacity for what I can handle is being enlarged. So it's maybe, it may be not very fun, but we know it's worth it because you're going to be better on the other side of that. I know right now, I just felt the Holy Spirit just showed me there's some people in here that are being stretched and you don't like it. And I get it. I understand that. You'll be better on the other side of it, though. Some of you being, are, are being stretched and your capacity is being enlarged and you're just thinking, I don't know if I can handle much more of this. But it's worth it. So, so stay faithful. Stay consistent. Keep trusting God. Keep believing God. The feelings might not match up to that right now. The situation might not look too great. But keep trusting God. Keep being faithful. Keep being consistent. Sometimes seasons aren't that fun. That's okay. But a faith person keeps moving forward. Keeps pushing through it. Keeps saying, God, this isn't the, this isn't the most fun thing I've ever been through in my life. But thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here with me. When you get through this and you look back, you'll say, now I get it. It makes sense. Thank you, Lord, for you being Lord, Lord, you being faithful to me in that time and never leaving my side. Holy Spirit, thank you for always comforting, comforting me through that time. I see what it was for, and I'm thankful that I, was, that I went through that because now I can handle what's coming next. It matters how you respond to, to seasons like that. It matters if you go through it with a bad attitude. If you're, oh, this is, this, is, uh, this is not fair. This is not right. You know, this is tough. I don't want this. And you just go through it with a bad attitude and you come out limping on the other side. You're not always able to learn what you were supposed to learn through that. God's trying to show you something. He's trying to help you. He's trying to hold your hand and pull you through that thing. But you've got to walk with him. So get used to being stretched. <laughs> So when, when, you, when you are growing, then God can trust you with more. Kind of getting back to what we were talking about. But stretching is necessary. Like I said, it's not always fun, but it's necessary. It sets you up for the next season. And it's vital and it's important. I didn't have a scripture to go with this. I just know I've been stretched. I know that God's been with me through it all. And I know some of us are, have been going through a season of that too. But it's to make you better. It's to help you. But I like this. Um, I've noticed this when I've gone through things in my life. When you feel God, when you feel stretched, you feel God stretching you, get ready though, because there's always something good coming in the end. 
because God only gives you good things. He only gives good gifts. So if you feel God stretching, then get ready. He's up to something, and it's a good something. So if you want to see your dreams come true, we're talking about dreaming again. If you want to see your dreams come true, be ready to be stretched a lot. (laughs) God stretches you before he blesses you. (laughs) I need an organ at that time, but I don't have that. Steve, you got an organ? (laughs) Don't try it. Don't try it. It might be really bad. (laughs) Are you ready for the next point? If you can accomplish it easily by yourself, then it's too small. Man, just smacking them down tonight. If you can accomplish it easily by yourself, then it is too small. (laughs) I think a dream uh, worth pursuing is one that if God doesn't come through, then you're going to be in trouble. We believe that God's going to come through. I'm just saying it's the, it's the whole mindset of thinking, God, if you don't show up, there might be some people mad at me for this one. <laughs> but if you can accomplish it easily by yourself, then I just, I think it's too small. Proverbs 16, 3 out of the Passion, it says this, before you do anything, put your trust totally in God and not in yourself. Like, I like this. Then every plan you make will succeed. So it's if you do this, then this. So he just told you how to win. He just told you when, you, it, when you're wanting to pursue something, when you're wanting to dream again, he's just said, put your trust in me. Put it totally in me, in me and not in yourself, and then your plans will succeed. Let's look at ne- another scripture, Proverbs 16, 9. It says, within your heart, you can make plans for your future, but the Lord chooses the steps you take to get there. You know, it's, it is okay. I, I, uh, some of us are really, really plan-driven. Some of us don't even know what a calendar looks like. But it is good to make plans for your future. It is. It's, it's, you should. But just be sure that they line up with what God is already talking to you about. Whatever you want to pursue, be sure it lines up with what God is talking to you about. You know, I, this is why I'm so thankful our church really preaches about the spirit-filled life and speaking in tongues and, and, and being filled with the Holy Spirit because I believe, and I've seen this in my life, that if you live every day, you know, the Bible says pray without ceasing. You're like, how could I do that? How could I literally pray without stopping? Another translation I love, it, it says just make, make prayer your lifestyle. So it means whatever you're doing throughout the day, just keep checking in with God, checking in with the Holy Spirit. How are we doing? You know, what do you want to talk to me about? Hey, Man, help me with this. I, don't, I can't do this by myself. Please help me with this. But I believe that if you live every day with staying in communication with the Holy Ghost, then he will show you all day, every day, those small adjustments you make to where you can always just go around making good decisions. I believe it. And, I, and I've seen that come to pass many times. I've seen when I've tried to do my own plan, it might have worked a little bit, but there's some things that didn't go too great about it. I'm like, man, ah. In the Army, we did something called an after-action review. After every time we went out on a mission, they came back and, all right, what was good and what was bad. And I feel like I have those with the Holy Spirit. All right, Holy Spirit, uh, let's do our AAR with you. I, I, I kind of, that was kind of my plan. I didn't really get your, get your heart on that, so I probably shouldn't listen to you. But if you just stay in constant communication with the Holy Spirit, then all day he can say, hey, tweak that, adjust that, do this, say that. And you can go around making really great decisions really consistently, and it's a good feeling. All right, here's my next point. Talking about, here's how we dream again. This is probably my favorite point. It's get close. Get close. 
I really do think that's, I think that's the most important thing you can do. Regardless of if you're wanting to do anything without dreams in life, just with your whole relationship with God in general, just being close to Him. A lot of scriptures talk about if, you, if you're close to God, then all this other cool stuff will happen for your life. Just staying in close fellowship, just like your friend that you talk to consistently every day or, or, or 20, 30 times a day. You're close to them. Let's be that close with God. You know, when, you were, when you're close, the Holy Ghost will talk to you. He'll show you where to go. He'll show you who to talk, who to, talk to. He will say yes to this thing, but let's not do that thing, right? You know, if you learn how to hear his voice, as I was just talking about, you have the potential to always decide to do the right thing. You really do. I know it's like, you're saying I can never mess up again? Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, you have, you have the potential to do that. If you learn how to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, you can make consistently good decisions throughout your life. So we're talking about getting close. Let's look at Matthew 6.33 out of the Passion. It says, so above all, constantly seek God's wisdom and his righteousness. Then all these less important, I like that, all these less important things, you know, the thing that you're so concerned about right now with your life, like, how are we going to do this? What school? What pair of shoes? You know, what, what kind of dog are we going to buy? Like, all these things that you're so concerned. I love it. He, he just called you out. He said, he said, all these less important things, you know, the things that you think is such a big deal. He said, so above all, consistently seek God's kingdom. He said, basically, come spend time with me first. Do that first. God's boastful in a good way. He says, I'm the one that really matters. Like, I'm what you need, not those lesser things. I love it because a lot of times we put those lesser things as the main thing and say, hey, God, I'll get to you because I'm in my life, you're a lesser thing. Mm. God flipped it on. He said, no, uh, no, I'm the main thing. Keep me the main thing. I'm your priority. Keep me your priority. And then these lesser things that you're concerned about, those will just get taken care of. And I love that because I've, been, I, I've I specifically watched that in my life my closeness level in correlation to things happening in my life. And it works. It works every time. And it's an exciting life to live. Let's look at Psalms 37.4 out of the Passion. This is what we're talking about. It says, find your delight and true pleasure in Yahweh, and he will give you what you desire the most. <laughs> find your delight and your pleasure in him, not what you do for a, a job, not your outfit that you wear to school. Find your delight and your pleasure in him. And he says, I'll, I'll, I'll give you what you desire the most. Like whatever you desire. I, I'm giving you keys on, on how to achieve certain things in your life. Just stay close with him. Just stay close with God. Don't let a week go by that you haven't read your Bible. Shoot, don't let a day go by. But don't let a week go by that you, oh, where's my Bible at? Now I have an excuse. I have three kids and my, my middle boy, calls my Bible his special book and my notebook his special book and I often have to go searching for these and I found a spring on the floor the other night I was like what is this spring for I'm like man hey Jess what's this for this little spring she's like I don't know let's toss it so I tossed it and then Sunday morning I come to church and I sit down I open my Bible pull my pen out my pen doesn't work I'm like now what all of a sudden I say you know Holy Spirit he's like hey you know what that spring was for it's now in the landfill if you want to go get it you can <laughs> So I'm saying I have an excuse if I don't remember what Bible is. It's probably um, somewhere like in the closet underneath a pile of clothes. Uh, we were playing Hungry Hungry Hippos with my boys. I know you guys want to know this. Um, earlier today, <laughs> and there's 24 of the little circular balls that you put in there and you play the game. And I came inside and I went to put that game away and I found 22 of them. I was like, 
Hmm. So I have a one-year-old, and you don't want a one-year-old, you know, popping these things in his mouth. And so I said, hey, Jess, hey, how many of those are supposed to be? She's like, 24. I was like, ah, I found 22. Hey, Yuri, hey, where's those other two? He's like, follow me. He's just like, <laughs> runs this way, takes me to the corner, and he dropped them. Anybody in their basement have one of those sump pumps that makes any water that gets your basement go out? He dropped them down this hole. So my wife is like, I said, like, hey, they're in there. I, I got to get going. Can you fish these things out? Well, I also lost my hunting gloves the other day before I went hunting. And uh, along with a couple other things, it's just she took it out. We found the stash. It was all in there. It was all in there. So let's bring it back to why I have an excuse. Can I read my Bible? There we go. No. <laughs> just figured, you know, one rabbit trail, two rabbit trails. Come on, just keep following me. Let's not let time go by that we don't decide to get close. You don't have to have your Bible to get close. You can just close your eyes. You can open your eyes and you can pray. But get in your Bible. Don't let time go by. It says, find your delight and your true pleasure in Yahweh, and he'll give you what you desire. Those things, you got to get those right. You got to place those things first. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm closing now, but I, I just want to say, you know, you're thinking like, why? why? Why dream again? What's your why? Well, I grew up in a cycle and this routine that I didn't like. And now as the man of my own life, being in charge of, of my own life, I get the chance to change that now. And every one of you, maybe when you grow up and you leave your parents' house, you're now in charge of your life. I decided I didn't want to repeat those things any longer. There was a lot of great, but there were some things I didn't like, some things that were not serving me well. And I said, I'm going to break that cycle. And I did. And I'm excited about it. And, and, and the, the, my why is because now my wife and my kids and my family, we start out on a, on a completely different playing field. And now the trajectory of their life is completely different than what maybe I experienced. It can start off way, way, way better than what I experienced. That's, what I'm, that's, why I, that's why I dream again. That's why I don't want to settle for just something average, something that anybody could do. I don't want to live that way. I want to shake the ground wherever I walk. I want to and I will experience that everything that God has for me. That was kind of boastful. Yeah, I serve a big God. Who wants us to believe that way? You know, others may settle. Maybe your family may settle. Maybe your friends. But I'm not going to. And I want you guys to not. I don't want you to live that way. Others may give up on their dreams. Well, because, you know, oh, it's time to, time to go to college. I don't really know what I'll do. I'll, I'll just pursue this thing. Did God tell you to do that thing, though? Do you have passion to even do that thing? Are you repeating the cycle that your family did? Well, everybody's got to go to college or, or hey, we're not a college family. I know pastor talked about this. So you got to get into the trades or you got to go uh, work at a factory. You know, you can get a, a, a great uh, retirement plan through that. All these cycles that we tend to repeat. There's not a lot of life in them. There's not a lot of a, an abundant life in those. And I just don't want that. I don't want to repeat those same things. You know, others may give up on their dreams, but I will not. If all your friends go one way, you guys go the other. If they're all buying this one certain car, you guys buy another. We don't have to go the same way that everyone's going. We can dream again. We can trust God again. We can hope again. We can push for more. We can strive for more. I don't know about any of us. I'm going to dream again, and I'm going to see my, my desires come to pass. I really want you all to, to jump on board with me. I'm not saying I'm perfect. And I, oh, I'm just doing all this right. No, I'm on this thing with you. I'm, I'm, I'm moving forward all the time. I'm taking ground all the time. But I want to see you guys come on with me. I want to, does anybody care that this youth ministry is the size that it is? Do you want it to grow? Yes, sir. Is God able? Yes, sir. 
we set, we set a, a goal for 20 people. That's a small goal. Okay. But when, you're, when there's not a whole lot of people showing up, even just one's a big deal. But we, we wanted to set a goal so we could start believing, put our faith out there for something. God, God I, I prayed this on the last Wednesday night. God can send us a thousand if he wants to. He can send us more than that, but I wouldn't know what to do with a thousand right now. But I'm saying, God, send as many as you want to. I'm going to dream again. I'm just not going to settle. I'm just not going to, I'm not going to do the things that everybody else is doing. Well, I'm, gonna go, I'm just going to work my nine to five. I'm going to go home, prop my feet up and watch the game the rest of the night. Probably crack a Bud Light and everything will be good to go, man. Man, keep that life as far away from me as you can. I want nothing to do with that. Mediocre, average, boring, doing nothing, taking no ground, not pushing for anything else. I'll make 40,000 years. It's about as good as it's going to get, man. Nope, not, not me. Nope, I'm pushing forward. I, I want more out of life than that. God's bigger than that, and he deserves my life to reflect how big he is. I'm just not going to do it. I want you all to not do that either. I want you to get on board with that way of thinking. Just because it was this way in my family. Hey, families can be great examples to you. And, and, and my family was in a lot of ways to me, yeah. But there are some things I, I didn't want to carry over into my life. And I know every one of us can probably pinpoint a few of those things right now. Maybe the, well too far but I know we can all pinpoint some things in our life that we want to dream again about so let's pray that's all I have let's pray tonight thanks for listening to this message to learn more about what's happening at the quarry check us out on social media 